The following program is recorded content created by the Truth Network. Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Steve Noble Show, where biblical Christianity meets the everyday issues of life in your home, at work, and even in politics. Steve is an ordinary man who believes in an extraordinary God. And on his show, there's plenty of grace and lots of truth. But no sacred cows. Call Steve now at 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Or check him out online at thestevenobleshow.com. And now, here's your host, Steve Noble. Welcome back. It is Steve Noble. Great to be with you. Yes, I'm fully aware of what's been going on down in Florida today with the uh, second indictment. Uh, former President Donald Trump. I'm going to be unpacking that tomorrow. He's got a fundraising event tonight up in New Jersey where he flees the Florida weather and goes up to New Jersey. So he'll be up there tonight. I wanted to wait to talk about that until we get his comments. So that'll happen uh, sometime this evening. Uh, something else I posted on Facebook this morning that happened at the Pride event at the White House, which was uh, disturbing to say the least, but uh, unfortunately, not a shock. I'll, I want to talk about that tomorrow as well as something that happened in Congress yesterday. So tomorrow is going to be a big kind of news day uh, catching up as well as a pastor that's literally uh, riding his bike from California to New York City on behalf of Love Life and the Life Movement. And we're going to have a call in from him tomorrow because now he's finally made it to North Carolina. So it'll be a busy day tomorrow. Uh, so make sure you tune in. But today... Uh, I want to follow up on something uh, that I've been talking about at homeschool conventions for the past four months. Uh, I was down in South Carolina, then Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, then North Carolina, and and Winston-Salem a couple weeks ago. And then just this past Saturday, our friends at Cross Assembly hosted really the first ever kind of homeschooling private Christian school, uh, schooling alternatives for Christians, really. Uh, at, at their church, Cross Assembly, many of you listening on Truth Radio Network probably know Chad Harvey. He's on uh, Monday through Friday. He's a good friend of mine. He's been on the show many times, and they hosted this uh, kind of a convention-type thing, a little mini convention, first one that's ever happened here in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I spoke twice at that. I gave the same message. I've given this message at four different conventions now, and it was called The Red Pill, uh, protecting your kid from your kids from in, uh, cultural indoctrination. So what that was all about is the operating system that's being built into our boys and girls, really starting in kindergarten up the, all the way up through 12th grade, uh, through digital media, social media, all media really, versus all your time in church and your time trying to raise them up in the way they should go. And then the results are, well, pretty obvious. Most of us know that. And particularly, it's it's way worse for teenage girls. And one of the things that I talk about, and I sent this out, if you want a copy of this, just email me, steve at thestevenobleshow.com. And the CDC came out with a study earlier this year about uh, one aspect of the study. It's about 66-page document. It's actually very well done. Uh, looking at mental health and suicidality and for teenage girls just in the last 10 years. Uh, all these nightmare indicators are up by 30 40 50%. In 10 years. And so our teenage girls are really struggling, which is why uh, the timing is great and, and a great blessing to have Kim Wilson back in the house. Kim Wilson's the founder of Academy 31 here in Raleigh, academy31.org, in the same location as our friends at Iron Academy. Two different schools, uh, but they share the same space and in many ways share the same vision. Uh, and so, Kim, it's great to have you back. How are you? Great to be back, Steve. I'm doing wonderful and really happy to be here. And you were there on Saturday, so that was like that was uh, just starting 
uh, Academy 31 and just coming out of the ground and you'll have your first students in your first year this fall. Uh, how was that for you? It's kind of like the first time you have this kind of public thing and there's a bunch of people walking around. You get to have conversations. How was it? It was excellent. I'm so grateful to the folks at Cross Assembly for putting that on. Uh, it was so encouraging just to see that church really uh, see the need to shepherd their yeah. families in this area and to expose their families to different educational options that are going to reinforce their, their biblical values. And how do people uh, react generally? I know that our friend Alan Hahn at Iron Academy had to deal with this conversation, which is what we're going to focus on today, the single gender environment. Uh, for Iron Academy, it's boys, and obviously for Academy 31, young women. But how do people react to that just to, up, up front? Is it, is it kind of like old-fashioned, it's a throwback, all-girls school, oh my goodness. Well, how do people respond to that? It's interesting. You know, I, I thought that it would maybe be a little bit more foreign off the radar to folks, but I think it's really connecting with parents. Uh, many of the things that you've referred to and talked about, just challenges in our culture mm -hmm. right now, I think that it, it isn't too difficult to connect the dots for parents to how this can answer a lot of the concerns or the needs that they see uh, that their daughters in particular have faced in co-educational environments. So it's actually been a really great response. I think though, uh, without knowing, without having prior knowledge of Iron Academy and Academy 31, it is something that is maybe new and not yeah. something they're actively looking for, but once they find out about it, there's, there's a lot of interest there. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, for uh, most of the folks that we would be appealing to, whether it's this show or Academy 31, uh, they're going to be pretty level-headed folks. Most of them are going to have a, a, a pretty healthy biblical worldview. And when you start talking about single gender environments for education, I think for most of us, we're like, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, especially now in the social media day uh, where we have so much really unhealthy interaction uh, between young men and young women uh, via social media, texting, all the other stuff. Uh, but in terms of just a learning environment, I mean, yes. set all that aside, the boys and the girls, the learning environment itself should be different, shouldn't it? Absolutely. And when we talk about this, I don't necessarily like to talk in terms of these categories as though they are mutually exclusive, but academically, socially, and spiritually that there is a, a case to be made for single gender education in each of those areas. Academically, absolutely. Boys and girls, we know that they mature at different rates, at different paces. They have different interests, different learning styles. And when you separate them out at that age, they're able to really maximize their potential, particularly for young women in a co-ed environment, especially when they get into middle school. There's yeah. a lot of insecurities that are that are there and just being aware of how they're being perceived by mm -hmm. the opposite sex. And because of that, they become oftentimes more passive, more hesitant. Maybe there's boys in the class that have more dominant personalities. And, and so the girls are just kind of holding back a little bit. And so, and sometimes too, just a, afraid to try things and yeah. fail, yeah. you know? And so we want to provide an environment for them where they know that they're loved, supported, they have their sisters in Christ around them. And then obviously the distraction component uh, as well, when the fixation becomes yeah. the opposite sex <laughs> yes. versus learning and education, yes. um, that that really detracts from the academic progress as well. So when you don't have the maybe the wisdom and maturity to navigate those mm -hmm. relationships well and maturely at that age, it makes a lot of sense to kind of put that aside and yeah. focus on the female friendships. Yeah, we've seen, I think all of us that are parents have seen that uh, to one degree or another with our children. And I think most of us, if we think back far enough, we'll see that the problems that were inherent with that. And that's something they'll get a chance to deal with for the rest of their lives, but perhaps in their most uh, 
formative years as teenagers, they actually shouldn't be learning together. We're going to continue to unpack that with Kim Wilson. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show, talking to Kim Wilson today, who's back in the house, uh, the founder of Academy 31 here in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. Academy31.org, Academy31.org, interestingly enough, uh, sharing the same location as our friends at Iron Academy, so the Lord is really up to some cool stuff over there, and uh, having a, uh, a school focused on young women uh, for a biblical worldview and excellence in education, plus their own personal development, is such a huge blessing. So we're uh, just thrilled, Kim, that you're back and and to see how uh, God is breathing life into this and your initial fundraising and everything's been successful. So it's just awesome, uh, and and it must feel I, I, we'll we'll dive back into single gender education, but how how does it feel just at this point where you're at? I mean, you're got T minus. When do classes start? August 21st. Oh, yeah. So you're like two months. Yes. And you're up and running. Yes. Is that pretty wild to imagine that? It is. It's exciting. It's incredible. There's so much, you know, when you're laboring to lay the groundwork yeah. by God's grace, you see that vision, but mm -hmm. it's it's taking shape. And I think the most exciting thing has been actually getting to know the young girls that have enrolled in their yeah. families. They're just tremendous. And I'm so excited for the community that's going to be there. Yeah, and that's that's the word that I, I was about to throw out there, and I'm so glad you mentioned that. The, the community, which they lack, this is now officially called the loneliest generation. They're connected yes. digitally but disconnected emotionally. And, and in reality, really, they're, they're, they don't have much community at all. And so we're so excited about that. And then um, let's talk a little bit. I want to unpack this, kind of the single-gender environment uh, I think we understand that as adults. I think we understand that as Christians. But from an academic perspective, and you mentioned this earlier, I just mentioned it. We were talking about it a little off the air. Off the air, by the way, if you want to hear those conversations, you have to be on Facebook Live or Rumble, and then you can hear the off the air parts when you guys are listening to commercials on the radio. Uh, but just all it takes is, especially with sixth and seventh grade young girls, which is who you're starting with this fall, one, one silly, immature, jerk boy says one thing to one girl, and that can have massive impact for a while. In a classroom setting where you're supposed to be there for academic reasons, not these stupid teenage reasons and, and just young kids. Uh, but but in, in terms of just the, the academic environment, I asked you this on the break, uh, I'm sure there's been a lot of research that just says, hey, guess what, everybody? Girls learn differently than boys, and we should really treat them differently. Absolutely. There's uh, a lot of research on that um, that I've dug into ever since finding out about Iron Academy several years back yeah. and then of course working toward Academy 31 and I think for girls like we were talking about it's just giving them an opportunity to pursue their interests and their gifts and to really uh, really see and explore what their potential is I think a lot of times girls at those ages even determine like what extracurricular you know activities or what academic interests to pursue based on what do I think is going to make me more popular yeah. or what are the other kids wanting me to do or wanting me to be um, but I, I think to, to be in an all-girls environment, what we found through the research is that they're, they're not afraid to fail. You know, they're able to step out and, and really form a sense of self and a sense of identity, in, in our case, that, that is grounded in Christ, that is unshakable, that is strong, and that's their anchor as they go through life. And so um, as they grow and, and go on to maybe to college, to co-ed environments or the workplace, yeah. church life, community, 
um, vocations, you know, that they, they have that confidence in the Lord. Even one of our, our board members, Dr. Sherry Fowler, who's on the faculty at NC State, she even says, you know, in my classes, I've seen a difference with mm-hmm. girls that have come up through all girls schools. They're more prepared. Yeah. They're more confident. They're more focused. And uh, those are all things that we've seen in the research. Well, they were able to establish a firm foundation, which is our language. That's it. Yes. Uh, without all the distractions and the damage that can be done by being in a, in a, in a co-ed environment. And again, there, there's there's and, there, and if there's young girls that that are dying to be in a co-ed environment because they want that whole social thing, and that there's parents that yeah, socialization, blah blah blah, which is the garbage that's been thrown at us as homeschoolers since we first decided to homeschool, which was 18 years ago. Uh, socialization, socialization. I'm like, listen, the rest of the world doesn't work like school. Yes. <laughs> Real life is a mixture of ages and back and forth. It's all over the map. It's not like 30, uh, 30 kids uh, that are all nine in that's a room right. with one adult uh, where it's just mayhem. Uh, but that, that's so important that they have an opportunity to establish who they are in the Lord and the way he made them before they have to start dealing with everybody else's opinion, in this case, boys. Absolutely. And that's why even everything intentional in what we're doing, even down to our logo with the, the tree, with the, yeah. with the roots, yeah. you know, being, being grounded and anchored in Christ, you have to lay a foundation before you can build a framework. And that's what, you know, makes a, a tree grow strong and, and weather the storms. And there's so many that's biblical right. analogies to that, but we're, we're helping to cultivate the, the soil of their hearts and get, get that root system strong so that they can grow and thrive. Yeah. And then, and then you're ready for the storms, that's but you right. gotta have a root that's system right. first. That's right. Uh, and then, and then what about the schedule? Because I remember you mentioned this before, and uh, like with the young men over at Iron Academy, because uh, boys, teenage boys are, I, I say this, this is my language, not anybody else's, are like puppy dogs, right? Prefrontal cortex, not even fully developed till 25. And so brain breaks, and you can't, they can't go for very long uh, because we get so distracted. But what about young women and like the schedule? What's that going to look like? Yes. Well, I am so excited. It's been an incredible in, you know, being able to launch a brand new independent school. You're not limited by a lot of the existing structures that you see. And I think going back, you know, from my years as a classroom teacher, looking at maybe some of the frustrations and feeling like I couldn't, you know, move the ball down the field academically as as much as I would want. I realized when we're cramming, you know, seven, eight classes into a day, Mm. it's really tapping into that short term memory. You're cramming information and, and heads and and, and trying to reproduce that on an assessment, on a test, and you're not carrying very much with you. And it's also not a very enjoyable learning experience <laughs> yeah. for students. It's, it's, it's really you know, predicated on, on stress and pressure. There's a lot of homework and um, not a lot of learning and certainly not a lot of love of learning and uh, learning at a deep level and retention of learning. And so what we've done with our class schedule is we're doing some creative block scheduling. So we have six courses that will meet twice a week for uh, two days a week, so either Monday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Thursday, for longer periods of time, so for an hour, 40 minutes. Now, we'll have a break in there. We're not having them, you know, sit in their desk doing worksheets for for (laughs) an hour, 40, but what it does is it allows our our teachers to really be creative and to vary the learning activities, so they'll have instructional time, they'll have collaborative learning time. We've looked at some project-based learning, things that we're excited about, and then some time for independent work and practice so that we're limiting uh, as much as we possibly can the homework that they take yeah, home. Yeah. And so these are things that our, our students and their parents are actually really excited about as well. Well, that's one of the things that, uh, like you mentioned homework, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, private, private schools, private Christian schools, private Christian schools that are here local in the Raleigh area, one of the things that I hear over and over again is this absolutely uh, overwhelming amount of homework. Now, I'm a lot older than you are, but 
we had a little homework, but it was n it was never overwhelming. Uh, now you hear like fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, this overwhelming deluge of homework, which then destroys another aspect of your life that your school should not be destroying, which is your home life. Yes. Uh, but speak to that a little bit about homework and just to tee it up because we're going to hit the break here. Absolutely. The thing I've seen both as a student all the way up through grad school as well as as a teacher is that uh, homework is oftentimes geared toward toward grades, performing on tests, getting into college. We talked about this. Yeah. And the we see at our school, that. absolutely, we see at our school, education is, is a means to an end, which is glorifying mm -hmm. God. So education is a an opportunity to pre prepare and equip young people to glorify the Lord in life. And there are many other facets of life, local church, family, community, yeah. service, uh, that we want them to have a well-rounded experience growing up. Yeah, there's there are plenty of people out there now, young people too, that are hyper-educated and really going nowhere. They don't know who they, who they are, and they don't have deep roots. They went through a, a, a rigorous high school, they got into a good college, and then sometime in the last week they served me coffee, so that doesn't make sense in every case. We'll be right back. Here at Tar Heel and I upset you. Steve at thestevenobleshow.com. That's fine if you want to go after me for that, going after uh, University of North Carolina. And by the way, it, it, whether we're talking about UNC Chapel Hill or any other school, Clemson, whatever, touch the little buttons and you drive people nuts. Duke, uh, if you think God's number one desire in your child's life is where they go to college, uh, you're wrong. There, there's, there's actually, I, I would go out on a limb and say, there's no way you can back that up biblically. That the, the number one concern that the Lord has for your kid your son or your daughter, is where they go to college. There's just no way. You cannot make that case. So don't turn it into a golden calf. Uh, we're talking to Kim Wilson today, who's the founder of Academy 31 here in Raleigh, which is launching this fall, grades 6 and 7, young women only, academy31.org, sharing uh, the same location with our friends at Iron Academy. We've been talking about the single-gender environment and all the incredible benefits to that, and then talking about the schedule. One of the things that you mentioned on the break, Kim, that I want to revisit, uh, which I've talked about a lot, like this red pill talk that I was doing that I did twice down at uh, Cross Assembly on Saturday. One of the things I show the parents is that your average teenager today and people in their 20s have about 32 gigabytes of information coming at them every day. Uh, and that's so much garbage coming at them. Most of it's godless. Uh, and so much coming at them, but they don't have the wisdom, in, the wisdom, neither do they have the discernment to deal with it all. And so you mentioned we were talking about, uh, I think, unfortunately, for a lot of us in the church and maybe even some Christian, definitely some private Christian schools, that where you go to college becomes a golden calf. It becomes a bit of an idol, as if that's the number one thing that God needs uh, in your child's development in order to uh, work with them and, and use them in powerful ways for the kingdom. So you said about knowledge and wisdom. So, so let's go back to that, because that, that's the thing that, that I see with our teenagers, because I've taught over 800 of them in the last 11 years that they now some of this is natural because they're young 13 14 15 16 so there's only so much knowledge they can have there's only so much wisdom and discernment they can have but let's talk about that knowledge versus wisdom because you can go after both yes absolutely and that's really at the heart of everything we're doing at academy 31 even the name of our school coming from proverbs 31 um, you know, wisdom is personified as a woman throughout Proverbs, and we see that concluding passage in Proverbs 31 that we're calling the, the woman of, of character and competence. And uh, so absolutely, our targeted learning approach, which is the model that our, our staff are, are forming our curriculum around, is building um, from the outside of a target to the inside of the target. You can learn about this on our website, but going uh, from knowledge to understanding to discernment to wisdom. 
and that being the goal, wisdom being at the at the bullseye, the target um, to equip. And there's a there's a character development component to this as well. Yeah. It's not it's not just an academic, uh, knowledge based uh, type of informational approach to life. Um, but there's a character development component, and that's why the discipleship aspect, as well as the way that we're educating our students in the classroom, from a, a thoroughly biblically informed is what we're calling it versus versus integrated. We're not trying to you know, like slap a Bible verse onto each yeah. unit and calling it biblical integration, where we're drawing out the glory of God and all that he's created and helping our, our students to, to, to see the world through that lens and, uh, and, and just be overcome with just the, the awe and wonder for the Lord and just passion and love for him and, and really the ability to, to see what's broken and, mm. and wrong in the world yeah. and, and then understand the hope of the gospel and how we as believers are called uh, to bring hope and, to re- and restoration to, to the broken places. Which is, uh, as I'm listening to all that, I'm thinking, one side of my brain's going, that's a really high bar. The other side of my brain's going, and thank the Lord that they're not going to have the distraction of a bunch of teenage boys there. <laughs> While you're trying to yes. do something as deep and as meaningful as what you're doing Absolutely. Uh, at, a, at Academy 31, by the website, academy31.org is the website here in Raleigh, Academy 31. Dot org. To that point in character development and everything you're trying to do there with biblical womanhood, talk, t- talk to us about autumn and about April. We're not yes. talking about a season or a month. We're talking about <laughs> uh, two of your teachers, autumn and April. Oh, I hope they're listening today. So those are our, our two full-time staff uh, teachers that we have hired, and I could not be more excited mm-hmm. about these two women that the Lord has brought. Uh, they are phenomenal. They're still you know, relatively young and in their adult years, but have a wealth of experience that they're bringing to the table. So both of them are actually moving here from California. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, It is. It is. I think it says a lot about their hearts for the mission of our school, for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, I, I, you know, cross paths with both of them through my time living out in California. And it's just neat the way the Lord you know, weaves our lives together through different seasons. And did you um, meet him at the master's college out there? So sort of. So Autumn was a student at the master's university. And uh, but we connected through um, her mom. Her parents live here locally, actually. Mm. And uh, her mom was in a Bible study with my mom, which is interesting. <laughs> and uh, so it's a long story of how we actually got connected. I didn't know her super well when I was out there, um, but she uh, graduated as pursuing a master's degree. So she uh, is super passionate about science and just the glory of God's creation mm, and just cool. making that come alive. She has a lot of experience as a TA, as a tutor. She's taught homeschool co-ops, so she's been extremely active. Yeah. And uh, and talking to all the people that know her, she was a college athlete. She st- su- served in student leadership, so she's had a lot in the way of discipleship training and experience as well, which is a huge part of what we're doing. Um, so she's going to be a, a tremendous asset for our staff. And, uh, and then April, I met through church um, out in California and became really close with her and her mom and their entire family is just tremendous. And uh, she has uh, worked in the Christian school environment. She's taught classical conversation. She oh, came up yeah. with, a, with a homeschool classical education. And uh, she's Serious taught, student, yep. Yep, she's uh, a certified educational therapist as well. So she's able, I think that's another neat aspect of what we're doing with the small class sizes yeah. is being able really to draw out the potential in each student. So she's able to really assess and, and gear her teaching toward uh, different levels, different learning styles, overcoming challenges, and just helping rebuild confidence in students. 
academically and uh, both of them are just like I said really passionate excited yeah. about discipling That's young awesome. girls they're going to connect really well I think our students are going to love them well I was just thinking as you as you were introducing us to autumn and April about Jesus saying my sheep hear my voice yes. I would think that once people uh, gifted teachers people that with the ability to come in and serve somewhere at a place like Academy 31 once they hear about it that it would it would kind of click for them it's not like Mm, yeah, that's interesting. Well, we'll keep talking. I would imagine it's kind of in or out. Absolutely. Like hot or cold is what I'm saying. Absolutely, it is. And I think for believers in Christ that, that are passionate about education yeah. and are gifted teachers but also have a heart for discipleship, this is the ideal environment for them. And uh, anybody who who's listening that's interested, we're going to build out our staff each year, Lord willing, as we add grade levels. And so We'll, we'll definitely be looking even throughout this next year for, for more teachers that are excited to get oh, yeah. on board. And, be and they're out there, and they're waiting to find you. That's yes. the beautiful thing about yes. how the Lord Amen. works. Uh, Amen. It's all about who you know from salvation on down. We're talking to Kim Wilson, the founder of Academy 31, uh, opening this fall, grades 6 and 7 here in the Raleigh area, sharing a space with our friends at Iron Academy, academy31.org. Uh, back to your schedule, the block schedule. So you have the classes that meet on Monday and Wednesday or Tuesday and Thursday. What about Fridays? Yes, I'm so glad that you asked. So this is one of the, the truly distinct programs that we have at Academy 31, really a signature program for us. We're calling it Biblical Womanhood Fridays. We may come up with a more catchy name as we go <laughs> along. Uh, but it's that, part of the process. Absolutely, and that describes really what it's all about. Friday is going to be completely different at Academy 31. We'll have the same basic schedule and structure to the day, but the classes will be different. Mm. So your English, social studies, math, science, Bible, your elective class, all those will take place Monday through Thursday. Fridays, we're going to have um, really a focus on applying truth to life. So everything that we're learning in our core subject classes and even the, the theological biblical truth that we're learning, how does that actually translate into the way that we live our lives and to our hearts and our minds and what's going on in our lives? And so we have, you know, first thing in the morning, we have a biblical womanhood class. So it's very discussion based, sort of a laid back, uh, relaxed environment where we're able to engage kind of at a deep level personally and talk through different topics. And then we're going to bring in different women of God from the community, from mm -hmm. different backgrounds, uh, serving the Lord faithfully in different vocations, different area of ministry, different ages uh, that are able to come in and share testimonies, do some Q&A with the students and then do some hands on learning, teach them some cool stuff that's fun and exciting to learn about. And they can start making these connections to, you know, uh, maybe I'm interested in, in, in this subject or that yeah. subject. And now I see how the Lord can maybe use this in mm -hmm. my future. Um, I probably gave this example last time, but I, I use it a lot. I have a, a friend of mine at church that's a pharmaceutical engineer. And, um, you know, she's able to come in and say, hey, I love science when I was growing up. And mm, look, the Lord so cool. has given me opportunities to create these life-saving medications for, for children. And um, that, that are targeted toward genetic disorders. And she's also serving faithfully in the local church. She's a small group leader, volunteers in nursery, uh, serves her family and her yeah, friends flourishing. faithfully. She's flourishing in life. And she's, you know, just turned 30. She's still wow. a young woman, yeah. you know. And this is the potential that these young girls have in a lot of different areas. And then they have time one-on-one -on -one to meet with their faculty, staff, mentors as well uh, to kind of track through a personal discipleship plan that we come up with uh, with input from mom and dad. And someone from their local church that's invested in their discipleship as well. There's a uh, one of the one of the professors out locally at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. He's retired now. Uh, Dr. Bruce Little taught a lot of philosophy and stuff. Uh, he taught me a phrase. He, he, I did radio with him several times. Uh, he called it age-based apartheid. 
And he saw that in the Sunday school environment in, in most churches with adult Sunday schools because you got the 70s and over, the 60s, the 50s, the 40s, the 30s. You're separating out by design uh, younger people from older people. You completely cut them off. The young people need the wisdom and experience of the older people. The older people need the enthusiasm and the hunger of Amen. the young people. And we split them all up. But on Biblical Womanhood Fridays, you're going to put them all together, which is super important. We're talking to Kim Wilson, Academy 31. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show here today. Back in the house, Kim Wilson, the founder of Academy 31 here in Raleigh, academy31.org. Uh, coming out of the ground, launching this fall, which we're just thrilled about. Been talking about this for a while, praying about it for a while. Uh, grade six and seven focused on young women, and it's just going to be awesome. We've been talking about single gender environment and the benefits of that, which are clear and numerous. The schedule and how you have a different kind of schedule for young women than you would with boys. Uh, and then Biblical Womanhood Fridays we've been talking about, which is so exciting. We were talking off the air, and thanks again for being here, Kim. Um, about just this this incredible opportunity to take these young women and then bring in a mature Christian women that are doing various things out there in the real world and to, and to do well what you mentioned it when we pick up the book of Titus and and there you go the older women teaching the younger women and we almost never do that that's right that's right and I, I think it just robs young people of that opportunity like we we're talking about to cultivate wisdom we you know inevitably all of us are going to learn tough lessons mm-hmm. as we go through life sure. but um, I think that, that those of us that are further along really have a heart for young women to not have to maybe make some of the same yeah. mistakes mm-hmm. or, or learn the hard way. I think true wisdom is being able to see those examples that have gone before us and actually take heed yeah, uh, yeah. to maybe some of those warnings and some of those instructions so that they can really maximize even their their, their teenage years and yeah. their 20s to, to live wholeheartedly and, like you said, leveraging that energy of youth. Uh, constructively toward the kingdom of God and, and, and making disciples of others, that that's possible, um, that that's not some, you know, pie in the sky vision, yeah. but that's actually the calling that the Lord has, has given us. And so, uh, absolutely. That's, that's our focus. Yeah. It'd be cool to bring because, you know, obviously like you were talking about, uh, your one friend that's in the pharmaceutical industry. And then at some point, Hey, let's bring in a mom that's that's raised four or five or six Amen. kids or a grandmother. Amen. Because the, one of the things that really bugs me, uh, I asked this with my own students. I did this past year. Uh, I said, okay, ladies, I'm going to ask you a question. And I'm just curious to see if you're afraid to answer it, if you're going to answer in the affirmative. Do any of you want to, your, your goal in life is to be a mom. And then in one of my classes, this one girl, Alicia, who's not afraid of anybody, just says, yep, that's me. And I'm like, that's awesome. I said, are any of you are like checking yourself because you know that it's kind of like uh, what happens if you say you have no interest in college? People are like, oh, like, wh- like where are you going? Where are you, if you're a senior, where are you going to school this fall? And if you're not, there's an, a pretty huge embarrassment factor there. And I think for a lot of young women, if they if they want to be uh, get married and have children and, and manage a home and raise children – like that, the, our society would say you're selling yourself short. Mm-hmm. You might be actually uh, fulfilling God's call on your life. It's not for everybody, but I think it's for a lot of women. And, and there's this fear that, I, that if I answer in the affirmative, people are going to think I'm a loser. And that's where what you're going to do, especially on Fridays, Academy 31, is so important. Because you're going to show them 
there's different ways for you to manifest your, right. your Christian life. It, it might be in home and it might be in a corporate boardroom. It might be serving overseas as a missionary and all those different things you can glorify God. That's right. We, we talk about just having our graduates be optimally prepared to thrive, mm. to know who they are Love in Christ that. in every season and station of life. And so what is, what is the great commission, the calling God's given to all believers, male and female, is to go and make disciples. Yeah. And what, uh, you know, certainly making disciples and raising children <laughs> and, yeah. and focusing on a family and household is an is a amazing, tremendous way to do that. And many, many women are going to have the opportunity to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we, we want them to, to be prepared and equipped for, for motherhood, for, for marriage, but also for, for workplace and, and vocation and not limit them uh, or close right. off certain pathways and, and think that those are mutually exclusive mm -hmm. from one another. I know my mom, my, my own mom is a great example of that. She, um, you know, pursued academics and career and uh, was a nurse vocationally, but married young, had children young and was an at-home mom for, wow. for many years. And, and then did she go back to nursing after that? She did briefly. And she also ended up getting to real estate with wow, my dad fun. and for some time. It was nice meeting her on Saturday. Absolutely. Now cool. she's retired and she's going to be part of our Biblical Womanhood wow, Friday. So, how awesome is that? Uh, and has had a, a tremendous impact on a lot of young women through, through counseling and discipleship. So um, yeah, I think and it's and not one or the other, but right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And with and with young women in grade six and seven this fall, like at Academy 31, if one says I want to be a pharmacist, another one says I want to be a mom, uh, then, you know, really how to focus on them. Right. And they both need the heart of God. They both need a biblical worldview. But for, for the young woman that thinks maybe she doesn't want she has no interest in a career man training her heart. And, you know, and being wise, you, you want to do well in school, but that's not the end all be all. That's right. But for somebody else, if they want to be an engineer somewhere, their academics is going to be a much bigger deal. And now you can tailor it. To exactly. One of them. It really helps give direction. On. But, you know, my one thing, that. my dad, who's very wise, used to say to me, you know, when I was a young adult figuring out what my path in life was, is that, you know, God is more interested in, in who we're becoming mm -hmm. than what we're doing. Amen. And uh, and that was just a, a really good um yeah, just grounding oh, thought yeah. for me mm -hmm. uh, and not putting so much pressure on yep. what college do I go to, what what my major is, what job, where do I live? Which I would say is the outside of the bowl versus the inside exactly, of the bowl. Exactly, exactly. So I think as these young women are gaining wisdom and becoming more like Jesus, which is which God's goal for Amen. all of us That's is our right. sanctification, That's right. then we're, we are going to be prepared to thrive, family life, career, church life, That's community. Awesome. I'm on uh, the website, academy31.org. We're talking to Kim Wilson, who's the founder of Academy 31. Launching this fall here in Raleigh, grades 6 and 7 uh, for young women. And down at the bottom of the homepage, it says, come grow with us, and there's a consultation that you can do. So let's talk about that. Yes, absolutely. So we talked a little bit about our campus. We're located adjacent to Iron Academy. It's the same property, separate classroom buildings, convenient drop-offs. Not that far from Crab, uh, from uh, Crabtree Valley Mall. Mile right and a hill. half, yeah, okay. right up the hill, exactly. Uh, close to 440-40. We can draw, really, if you're anywhere in the triangle extended. Yeah, we're, pretty easy We're to within get a reasonable commute for you and even can, can pair you up with a family maybe for carpool. But um, absolutely, we have a newly renovated building, so we have all our, our classrooms furnished at this point. So we'd love for you to come by, but not just for a tour, but what we're calling an educational consultation. So part of being a small school, like I said, we're very intentional toward every student. I would love to sit down with you, get to know your daughter, uh, for you to, to tell me, you know, how we could maybe potentially partner with her and her education and discipleship. So it's one-on-one -on -one consultation. You can actually, uh, like Steve said, go on our webpage right now and schedule a day and time that's convenient for you. 
Uh, even if you don't see a time on there that works for your exact schedule, just reach out and let me know. I'd love to accommodate that. And uh, certainly if you're, if you're thinking about Academy 31 for, for this year I, uh, or even for the future, I would encourage you just to, to come out and see it. Yeah, nice and easy and just go explore that. And again, I know you had uh, on Saturday when we were both at Cross Assembly conversations with uh, parents whose daughters were not there yet. They're not going to be in sixth or seventh grade this fall. Uh, but for the future, and this should really get on your radar screen, we've seen a tremendous exodus from the public school system in the last couple of years. That's one of the things I'm grateful for with COVID uh, is it did expose a lot of people to what's going on and what isn't going on in the halls of our uh, public schools. And so you've had a mass exodus out of public schools into private schools and, and homeschooling. And certainly people, I think, are, are going to go, well, what are my alternatives, which was the whole point of cross-assembly on Saturday. And to begin to plant those seeds, come have the conversation now. If your daughter's in fourth or fifth grade or third or fourth or fifth grade, uh, maybe won't be in sixth grade for a year or two, why not have that conversation now? Get it on the radar screen and be planning for the future. Uh, Absolutely. Because we, one of the things I've talked about a lot of these conventions is our posterity, the people coming behind us, uh, which is some founding uh, father language. Uh, but we're, we're dumping this crazy country in their laps. Uh, and I don't think most of them are prepared and we and it's our responsibility to get them ready that's right that's right and boy every year at this at these ages is just so tender and so pivotal and so important so i think for for parents that are thinking about you know making a change to our school or school like this um to to really really pray and really consider it because um you can sit back and wait a year but a lot of a lot of takes place in a year at these ages a lot of formation and you can't get them back and it's hard to undo. It's hard to change. Um, it's much easier to, to, to get in early and lay that foundation. So. How, how long would that take, the uh, free educational consultation? Uh, we normally schedule it for 45 minutes. Um, so, But really, however much time you have. If you have half an hour, if yeah. you have 15 minutes, come by. We'd love to meet with you and share some information and, and get to know you. Or, or longer. <laughs> or an hour. <laughs> yeah, if they want to keep talking. You want to stay two hours. Yeah, keep uh, talking. <laughs> that's right. And then are you doing that basically Monday through Friday? What's the schedule in the summer? We are. Yep. We have kind of long extended days in the evening. So I know there's, you know, um, dads and moms that, you know, have work hours that, that need a time in the evening. And so we're happy to accommodate that. Even if you need a weekend, you know, shoot me a message, let me know, and, and we'll accommodate that as well. So super flexible. It's a small school. We're very intentional in building this community and, and relationships with our parents as well as with our students. Yeah, it's so exciting. Uh, Academy31.org is the website. I'm looking at it right now. Academy31.org. If you land on the homepage, just slide to the bottom, and you'll see that you can apply or right next to it for the consultation and come out and meet with Kim. Uh, Kim Wilson, who's the founder of Academy 31. Again, we'll, we'll continue to have these conversations, and I'm going to do whatever I can to help uh, – you guys get the word out there and make this opportunity Thank available you. to as many people as possible. And then and then everybody else, you say, well, my kids are grown. Uh, so what? <laughs> you think that gets you off the hook? Uh, other kids, that other families that you know, moms and dads that you know, if you know anybody really in the Triangle area, but specifically Raleigh, that's got daughters uh, yes. in this age range. I mean, check it out. Pass the word. Encourage yes. other people. Yes. Educate other people. We're all in this together. That's how the body of Christ works. Uh, and we need to be sharing it uh, far and wide. Academy31.org is the website. I've got all the links up at Facebook Live and Rumble today. Academy31.org. Kim, as always, great. Thanks for coming in. It's great seeing you. Thank and really you. appreciate what you're doing. Appreciate it. It's a welcome. joy. We'll talk again before you guys get launched. 
And then I'll look forward to, like I did with uh, Alan and the Iron Academy guys, getting some of your students in here will be awesome. Love that. Year after year. Yes. Excited to watch what the Lord does. It's great to have you. Thanks for being in, Kim. This is Steve Noble on the Steve Noble Show. God willing, I'll talk to you again real soon. And like my dad always used to say, ever forward. Another program powered by the Truth Network.